it, babe. It's direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. Alright everybody and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast here with your host today, Chris there, Steve Hale, Mike Eastman, and I'm Ron Miltz. Alright, hey we're back, we're back again. So. And I'm here. I know, and Chris is, well Mike's here, Chris is here. It's good to see you guys, I mean, yeah. you know. Uh, you guys were gone on your little adventure and stuff. Yeah, so, we definitely you know. were. So Chris and I, uh, Trapes the World has become the uh, go-to <laughs> for the last like six months or so. So we're, We just uh, added another one uh, I, we on did. Friday. Another pin in the where, map. Where to now? Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. I hear Phoenix is a very good con. Well, I mean, for those of you that are listeners that don't know, so Chris and I own a small comic book company. We're <laughs> Inland Blue Comics. Um, and we just got done boothing New York Comic Con for the first time. That's big. Yeah. And Let's actually, go we're going to New Orleans first week of uh, uh, January. January. Wow. Uh, Going to take the wife, have a good time, you know? Cool. Some flashing, I'm sure. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm doing a cruise at the end of January. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, in Sonata. Just a little three-day booze cruise. But, Love it, you know, dude. starting the year off with the... One of the carnival ones? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some of my friends from the 501st. We're nice, gonna do dude. A, we're going to do a... That's a, a good time. Together, so. And then we just booked... Uh, we're going back to Seattle. We booked Chicago. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we're like hitting all the big ones at you this point. Guys, I saw a picture of the booth, man. It is coming together. We look like Super professionals pro. now. Yeah. It's, yeah, we got them all fooled, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, if we wouldn't... You, if you saw us loading in... Like the night of, and I'm sure you'll want to tell oh, the story. Look, there's a whole story. Oh here, yeah, no, it was it was uh, it was an epic adventure. I will say that we're like the damn Beverly Hillbillies. So uh, <laughs> so much like the Beverly so Hillbillies. Uh, one of us that owns Inland Blue Comics is an idiot, and it's not Chris. So uh, <laughs> uh, so I took we we were flying out Wednesday, um, and we had packed Tuesday night. And Chris goes like, "What time do we want to meet tomorrow?" And I go, "Well, our flight's at two. You know, we got to be at two. So as long as, you know, you're at my house by 10.30, we should be fine. Because Chris, also, you remember, Ron likes to run, like, other shit going on up mm-hmm. until the point he has to leave. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know? He's like, well, I got to run out to L.A. real quick, and I'll be <laughs> right. right back. Right. You know? Oh, no. It's like you squeeze every possible thing you can yes. into a day. Yes. Um, yeah. So so I drop the boy off at school, and I'm like... I, Which is, like... Two blocks from my house. Absolutely. 7.50 in the morning. I'm like, well, I'll head back. I, and I had asked Chris, do you want me to just swing by and grab me? He goes, no, nah, no, nah, I'll just drive to your house. And I was like, no worries. That's fine. Leave your car for a couple days. So I drive over to San Bernardino at the little mall right there where I can charge the Tesla real quick. Because I'm like, well, we're going to drive out. So and my sister-in-law is going to drive it back. So just want to make sure we got a full charge. I'm sitting there charging and my phone gives me an alert. And it's all, your plane leaves in two hours and 27 minutes. And I'm like, that's not right. Like, uh, hold on. So I pull up the, the itinerary, and lo and behold, our plane takes off at 11.15. Oh. And I, I am in San Bernardino. <laughs> I have not showered, nor have I packed <laughs> or anything. Well, Chris is at his house in, in Redlands. And for those of you that don't know the geometry of this, we're about 55 miles away from uh, uh, the airport uh, in L.A. traffic. So um, I immediately call him. Goes to voicemail. Call him again. Goes to voicemail. Call him again. Goes to voicemail. Call him again. Finally picks up, and I'm all, dude. I fucked up. I fucked up bad. I fucked up so bad. And he's like, did you kill somebody? I'm all, no, it's worse. Like, you got to go now. Like, get in your car and drive to my house now. And he's like, click. <laughs> so I do like 80 home, run inside, tell the wife and, and the sister-in-law. And it's like, like we got to leave now. Like, and, so, and this is not the first time 
you're hitting the fucking door like it's home alone. No, for a no, flight. No, yes. this has happened between me once before. So uh, not in this exact circumstance. That was a little different. Um, <laughs> that time I needed to pick up my passport at nine o'clock in the morning, and I had yeah. I had a ten forty five flight to Europe that I had to get to that <laughs> to LAX yet again. Oh. Um, so oh, LAX uh, is the killer, dude. So basically, uh, uh, the sister in law gets on the phone and starts calling Southwest to try and find us another flight out there's literally no other flights out of california or las vegas going to new york on wednesday wow. except for one flight at 12 10 that was a 1200 upgrade oh. oh shit yes at which point i'm like you know how you get so mad like you just want to break shit and yes. you're like like you're like i'm not crying but the tears are welling up because i'm like trying not to punch everything bruce banner is gone yes <laughs> absolutely that's so that's where we were chris shows up I'm like, get in the car. And I just, I clicked in and I looked at it and looked in them both. I'm like, I'm going to break a lot of laws. I'm very sorry. So we jumped in the Tesla and I didn't do under 85 all the way from here That's crazy. to the airport. We basically at one point, like we hit the express lanes. I don't have a fast pass. I just fucking went in them. <laughs> I'm like, do it, dude. You can pay it later. <laughs> Send me the bill. <laughs> the bills just came yesterday, right, by the way. Right. Uh, I looked at Chris, and at one point, I looked down, and I'm all, Chris, we're doing 105. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point, Chris is Chris notoriously gets car sick when he sits in the back seat of a car. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, he didn't speak up when we jumped in the car. So he's sitting. He's all, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing good, dude. I'm, I'm really not doing good. I'm all. I won't talk to you, and I'll try to weave less. I'm. I'm thinking if we get down to like ever under seventy, I'm opening the window and I'm letting it fly. But I ain't doing it at ninety. At ninety, it's going all over the freeway. So. We, we finally, we hit LAX and it's like, we're, we're, we're at the street where you like make the right to go in the terminal right there on Century. Everything slows Yeah. Down. And it's like a dead stop and he's fine. Like his stomach's getting, he's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not doing okay. I'm all right. I'll make it. We make that right turn and it's like, right. You can see the terminal maybe 40 yards in the distance. At this point, we're like, it, we had been like watching the time click off on the, uh, uh, the map quest, you know, or the Google maps. Yeah. And it's like, we're going to make it guys. We're going to make it. We hit that. We're like, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. So it's like 34 minutes till the flight leaves and you got to get your bags in 30 minutes ahead of time so they can get through TSA. Right. <laughs> yep. Or you're going to be in trouble. Your bags might not make it. Or they'll tell you like, Hey, you know, like we, you missed check-in time. Yeah. Well, exactly. which is super important because our bags have all of our product in them. Yes. And, and each one weighs a minimum of 50 pounds. Uh-huh. We, we've literally got six full bags and the tiny ones weigh the most. The tiny ones weigh like a hundred pounds each. Oh, yeah. Our carry on when we get on the plane, that shit over somebody else's head. <laughs> because if it goes, it goes and I ain't my problem. Right. Sorry. So we pull up and like right as we get to where we're unloading, like Chris is like, oh my God, open the door. Well, my car has child lock set up, so he can't open the door <laughs> while the car's in drive. He's like, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. And, and then he rolls down the window and he's like, like, <laughs> like he throws up just a little, not a lot. But we finally get to like the check-in and you know, there's like the, the curbside assistance. <laughs> he opens the door because we're in park. I jump out to unload and there's like these Asian people standing right <laughs> alongside of the curb. And Chris is all... Welcome to LA. Like, not a small amount. Welcome to LA. Yeah. That's how you get your space in LA. You throw up on the ground. (laughs) Dude, it was so, and I like looked and I'm all, he's a little car sick. (laughs) So, (laughs) 
child. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little tummy ache. Uh, so we roll up to the uh, the curbside check-in, and I like just throw the bags at the guy. I'm all, we're running unbelievably late. We literally run to TSA, and we get to TSA, and every time we go through TSA with our stuff, they check us because it doesn't show it on the yeah, It's just solid paper. It's just yeah. a solid brick, so they right. always search us. So we're literally six minutes till our flight time. And the TSA guy is like, I'm going to check your bag. I'm going to just check it. Just just, just go through it. And he goes, opens it up. He goes, I'm, is it okay? If I'm all, dude, cut it open, spray it. We've got six minutes to make our flight. And if we miss it, there are no other flights today. Like, come on. And he's like, goes through. And then literally the second bag, the girl's going through the same thing. And I'm all, people, it's four minutes until my flight leaves now. You need to hurry up. Right. And, and so first bag comes off. I was all, just go, just go. Like, hold the plane. We literally run up. So we run onto the plane. We, we make it with three minutes. They were like, gonna, like, they shut the door as soon as we hit the plane. The yeah. tar, you know, we're getting in. Chris saw, uh, excuse me, can I go? Bathroom <laughs> 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 again. And the lady comes over. She goes, you guys look really bad. <laughs> and I'm all, yeah. And bear in mind, neither one of us has showered at this nope. point. We probably don't smell real great. Nope. And neither of us has shaved. I literally oh, am yeah. wearing whatever I threw on to take the boy to school. It was like that level of go, 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 Holy go. Shit. And that's how the morning began. <laughs> so we we had a, it was, you know, you're flying east, so it's a, it ends up being a long flight. We had yes. one connector. We basically flew north. No, though. we had two. Well, we stopped and picked up people. We landed for 30 minutes, picked people up, and then flew back out in Denver. Like, we didn't get off the plane. Right. Uh-huh. Um, um, but we landed at 1130 at night at LaGuardia. So basically, oh. our we went from 1115 in the, our time, we'd have landed at 830, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the baggage doesn't come out of baggage claim until 1245. Like we hit the, and so our, the, the, the Airbnb where we're staying, the guy's like, are, have you landed? Like Kafir, super nice guy. It's like, have you landed? What's going on? We're like, you know, just keep me updated. So we like, we finally get all the bags. This is a Wednesday night. So this dude has to work in the morning. Yes. Ugh. And so, uh, 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 we get on the wrong bus because the bus, I asked the bus driver, I, I know I'm supposed to take the 70, but does this? Uh, I think the 72 goes here as well. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it goes there. It does not, in fact, go there. It goes <laughs> to another stop. Three, so we had to get – I had planned every stop to be a stop with a handicap so we could get our bags in and up and, and no. Instant leg and arm day for this portion of the trip. <laughs> and you got to think, six bags – each one of them at least 50 pounds. Yeah. You know, between 50 and 100 pounds. Yeah. And there are like three flights of stairs up <laughs> and then three flights of stairs down. Oh, shit. And that's just to get into the little terminal area. And then you got to go through this. And then, oh, by the way, there's more stairs up and then down to get to the other side of the platform. Literally, Chris's mantra by the end of the week is motherfucking stairs. Like, I was, fucking hate these stairs. So, I, like, we hit, so we, like, we did all that. I'm dripping sweat. We get on the subway and it's like, uh, you know, we, we bus, get on the subway. And from LaGuardia to downtown, it's like, it's not a short ride. You're talking hour 15. Like, and it's only seven miles. Like, when you when you have that moment when I'm like, we're literally traveling seven miles, and it's gonna, it's like doing it by donkey. Like, it's so goddamn slow. And then uh, it's night, so the trains don't run like they do during the day. So we missed one train by three minutes, and we had to wait a half an hour for the next one. Oh, man. So we finally roll up to where we're staying at the Airbnb at three o'clock, or two o'clock in the morning. And it's like, we have to be up in five hours at this point. The guy, he's like, okay, you got to be quiet. You know, it's like, uh, uh, you know, I'm on the third floor. And it's a, a yeah, wraparound. Elevator? Oh. Nope. <laughs> so, again, 
after all the stair work we've done, and I was joking at that point, like, oh, it's leg day, it's arm day, and then we get to the place, and I'm like... Uh, so we do all eight bags through basically it's like it's like 12 steps wrap 12 steps wrap 12 steps wrap 12 steps wrap narrow so you can only bring one bag at a time two in the morning at two in the morning we're doing quietly and, and quietly and here's, here's what you hear Quiet. <laughs> couple steps doom, doom, doom. so we get into the room we get into the room and i look at chris and he goes god damn you stink <laughs> I'm dripping sweat, dude. Yeah. I'm like, he almost passed out at one point, lugging that biggest bag. Oh, dude, the biggest, because we had transferred stuff. The biggest bag probably was about 150 pounds. Yeah. Like, imagine you're just deadlifting 150 pounds up the stairs, you know, and my backpack's full of shit that I'm wearing this whole, I mean, it was gnarly. Um, So anyways, we we get to the room, we finally get checked in and and Chris just looked at me and I'm all, I'm so sorry <laughs> in every way, shape, and form. That was the worst day of the, the trip right there. But, yeah, one of us is a dumbass, and it is not Chris. It is most definitely me. Wow. Where the Man, hell did you get 2 o'clock from? What do you mean? For the flight. It was the connecting time. Oh. That was the connecting gotcha. flight. And yeah. so I looked, literally, I just See, did See, I'm it. old school, man. I still like to print shit out. Right. I do. I like to have it because, uh, quite honestly, um... I have recently, you guys haven't seen this yet, I have recently had to get glasses. Oh. Wait, what? Yes, I have uh, <laughs> to wear eyeglasses now, you know. Uh, doctor said, hey, man, you're over 40. Mm-hmm. I've been having uh, a hard time seeing things kind of up close. It's her straining big oh, time wow. headaches. Um, so, yeah, I have to wear glasses. Um, so, reading shit like that, itineraries on the phone, you know, I have to print it out. I have to have it. You know, yeah, right. eight and a half by eleven, so, so I could read what is going on. <clears throat> hey, no shame on the glasses. I, I dude. can't. I can't. Henry Rollins it. wears glasses. It, right. You know. I mean, if it he just, can wear them, then we're meant all meant to okay. happen. You know. I mean, it happens to most people. So. <laughs> Do you have? A, are like the big black rim? I, I imagine. Yeah. You, yeah. Pretty much. Like, um, did you guys see? Uh, what was that movie? Sicario. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, remember, remember the one mercenary with uh, when they're on the highway and he was wearing the glasses. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave him the picture. I said, "Give me those. <laughs> Give me those glasses." Okay. Right. So yeah, that's what I got. I love so, it. <laughs> but I can't read shit on the phone. I'm, uh, I would do the same mistake. I'd be like, I just kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it literally, yeah. So we we made it, and then the trip home. That's like, not even day one of the con. Oh, dude. That's just getting there. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow morning, five hours. You got to take all that shit fucking downstairs. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck. And, and here's dude. here's the thing. Do we take it all on one day or do we do it over several days? Which the choice was several days. Like even even yeah. taking just partial, we still had to take three bags, which right. was not a small amount. Right, you know? right. um, and of course, you know, we got to either decide to take the trains or, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm fucking buying a cab. <laughs> I don't care thing. what you have to say. We I, can pinch pin. This will come out of my pocket. I don't care. The first yeah. trip was not a problem. The first day it was like uh, a $7.50 ride. And Chris tipped the guy two bucks and was like, I could do this every day. The second day, traffic, like New York traffic struck. And at one point I was like, so we're going to be late now. Because by, the, by this time, that's Friday. Yeah, the second day is Friday. Okay. So it goes Thursday, Friday. Like the, the load in on this con, it was like nice and easy. Um, for us, like, you know, the, the yeah. lines were pretty short. It yeah. was, uh, they have uh, bomb sniffing dogs, like at every point, you yeah, know? Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a whole, it's very, it's like, if you take San Diego, but they don't do, they do the tap in system like Comic-Con. Yeah. Except they do it with a person. 
So and they've got a little iPad. Yeah, and then you walk oh, up to that dude in the little iPad because you're not really coming in and out of the con like you do in San Diego. Right. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. There's not as much volume there. Everybody stays inside because there's like this giant ass food court downstairs. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but man, I will tell you, like, we loved it. Like, as yeah. as far as cons goes, like, if you get a chance, um, and to me, it seems like New York Comic Con tickets are still possible to get. Right. Uh, like, you can. Like go like it is like a blast like we had a lot of fun that's cool it was long the days. crowd is super nice yeah. man everybody was really cool yeah. you know you don't get the stink eye as people walk by mm-hmm. you know it security just... it's not like oh uh, yeah the security is super chill I only saw one guy get in one fight with another security guy mm-hmm. and it was like two New Yorkers like hey I'm just trying to get into the con he's like the con ain't open yet man you can't come in here and he's like hey, fuck you he's like no fuck you you know and like, yeah. oh yeah just one time like, and I was like I was like oh, New York moment right right, <laughs> you know, right. So. yeah I saw a, a Boston moment like that when I was in Massachusetts really I was like, oh fuck it's going down right yeah, now right? But I was like no this is just the way these people talk to each other absolutely oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the thing about guys like leaning on their horn like, uh-huh. that's not a thing that's like real Oh yeah! We, Everywhere you go. Yeah. After oh. five days, I was like, I, I just if I'd never hear a car horn, honk I gotta tell again. you, and the light would turn green, they just honk, they yeah. honk. I was like, I'm going. And it doesn't matter <laughs> what the fuck is going. Yeah. I mean, Give me am I being an second. asshole here or something? You know, it's like, no, this is what these fucking people do. So yeah. by the end of the fucking trip, we got home. I was just like, I, I don't want to go to fucking Stater Brothers. <laughs> nope. Right. I don't. I just want to. I just want to be in my house. You know, away from fucking yeah. cars. These people right. are crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. I think the difference is, is like we're in, in the West Coast in LA. Specifically. We're just used to getting in traffic and it doesn't move. And then everyone like accepts that fact. Yeah, you're I like, just turn the radio up. You you're, know, you're just, just like, <laughs> here I am stuck in this non-moving traffic. Where am I gonna go? There's right, right. no other place. I can't even get on a side street because that also will not move. Downtown, or like when you get into downtown in New York or like uptown, wherever you're going, these people all think they're getting somewhere fast. And they're all weaving in and out. It's like oh, a yeah, fucking they're... game of Mario Kart where yes. they all just like are. <laughs> and it's like you even breathe like for a hot second. Yeah. And, and dude, the guy's laying on the horn. Right, you know? right, right. And then we had every every taxi cab driver was exactly what you thought he was going to be. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was all Dopinder from fucking Deadpool. <laughs> every single guy. That's great. And it was That's just like great. super nice. Always like, thank I'm you. I'm glad that Uber has not destroyed <laughs> That that fucking oh I mean there was, I know and they're they're working on it yeah they're working on it but I we we, we need to keep that absolutely <laughs> I, I we need to keep that culture alive of, of going to the curb and seeing a guy coming down it's like hey and they'll pull uh, over yeah right, that's right, right. that's what Uber you cannot plan yeah. Uber yeah yeah, yeah. You know? with this it's like we literally just rolled up hand up and a dude would already be there yeah and you're just like thank you jump in the car boom go you know that's so, awesome yeah we uh, and look man the Comic Con itself um. Like, for those of you that are intrigued by it, uh, the lines, there's lines, but it's like people could apparently get into panels, which I was dumbfounded by. (laughs) So, Uh, like, in and out of panels. And uh, all the big names that, you know, hit San Diego, except for maybe some of the big studios in a whole day of stuff, like, they're all there. Yeah, yeah. And it it just, it was... uh, um, I think that, and the biggest thing is it reminded me of Comic-Con like 10 or 15 years ago mm-hmm. where people were just sitting on the ground. Yeah. Um, I do have two complaints. There were no chairs anywhere in this fucking facility. It's unless you went down to the food court level. Right. So if you needed to take a break at all, like you were screwed, like there was yeah. nowhere to sit. Um, and then there are these people, the Javits center does not have enough bathrooms. Every bathroom line, like it became find the secret bathroom every day. Like Chris and I, it didn't matter. I I hit almost every bathroom in the place. Always a line. 
Uh-huh. And every bathroom had six, three to six stalls in the men's room and then six urinals. So only 12 at any given time could be using right, it. Right. And there was always 12 people in line. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, people, come on. Just once I want to walk in and, you know, find something. It's definitely there. one of the beauties of, like, the San Diego oh, Convention yeah. Center. It has got a plethora of bathrooms. And I found this out the hard way after I had my gallbladder removed. Right. Um, <laughs> that I was, like, any type of, like, greasy food, like, it's on. I got to clear the, the way. <laughs> you know? And I used to have a thing about that. Like, I was like, hey, man, I'm a private pooper. Right. <laughs> you know, I like to poop at home. I want to read that comic book, by the way, Private right. Poopers. <laughs> and uh, after that, I was like, I'm I'm blowing into the party like my name was El Nino. Okay? <laughs> I'm kicking the fucking door open. And I'm like, because yeah. I was like, I got to go. You people. And then, so it's a, it a beautiful thing in San Diego. Lots of right. open stalls. But I have seen some stalls where I was like, we need an attendant in here, right. please. Right. Well, I don't the know. attendants were standing there. Uh-huh. There, was, there was one day where I... Because I'm trying to find the booth where they sell the cons. I'm bringing, you know, souvenirs home. So okay. I'm like, oh, I'll buy a couple shirts. And they had some dope shirts. Oh, like yeah. For the shirts are cool shirts, as hell. They had one that I was like, I want. And they were sold it is out. Definitely, it is definitely something that San Diego, I think, fails right. at. Yeah. Their, their con shirt normally kind of blows. So I went yeah. as far as you could. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to go downstairs here. Uh-huh. Because nobody really is down here. I go downstairs. Still 13 fucking people in line. <laughs> and, and this was the secret, secret You, you had to keep going down, down. I guess, I guess. The pits like, of Mordor, like, yeah. Like, fucking Like, there was nobody down in this shit, end, dude. even downstairs, and uh-huh. there was still a huge line. Oh, I did have one other New York experience. I was using the restroom, and, you know, a stall, a stall trip, so a sitting trip, you know? And uh, uh, the two bathroom attendants, like, they had a little office around the corner, you know? Uh, and they were in there. Like, having the world's largest argument. And, like, Steve, I need quiet. I'm like, I, uh-huh. I don't want to hear your conversation. And this guy's like, man, you don't fucking appreciate your job. And the other guy's like, look, bro, you don't tell me how to appreciate my job. <laughs> and I'm all, it got heated, you know? Uh-huh. It, it, it was like uh, the two guys arguing in 40-year-old virgin, you know? Okay. And he's like, just like... I, I, I have uh, some new co-workers that I like that. They're, they're older uh, Hispanic gentlemen. Yeah. And they're very passionate like about machismo, you know big time and they had arguments on the floor that i'm not used to <laughs> well, i'm used to kind of silence and shit like that i'm like holy shit should i be maybe i should be instagramming this shit right now <laughs> Where this were we when the, real the two women were like yelling at each other in spanish it was it was at like oh, an at airport. The airport on the way home uh-huh were we in chicago or no we were in new york it's 4 30 in the morning in the little cinnabon place and two puerto rican ladies that are working there are having this half english half spanish fight that you can hear in the entire fucking terminal. Yes. And we're like, shut up. It's like talk, talking over each other. Right, right, right. Very yeah. beautiful culture, very passionate. <laughs> like yes. going hard. Yes, I don't think I've ever met, had a, 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 a Puerto Rican friend who was not passionate whenever oh. they were speaking. Oh, I, my buddy Hector's that way. Yeah. 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 Oh, the like, best thing is watching these two women you. go at yeah, it. Like yeah. arguing like nonstop for a good five minutes. Plus when you don't. Well, and you had the little Holy. Asian lady oh. watching them, waiting to buy her little water. And it's like looking back and forth like, are you going to either one of you look at me at this it's point? It's like, what are they arguing about at Cinnabon? This has too much <laughs> right. frosting. Yes, it does. Well, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. What's great is literally they're like, you know, you don't tell me what to do. And she turns around. She goes, how can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. That's was, awesome. Yeah. So we awesome. like it was a great trip, man. And I, I would tell anybody that gets the opportunity, go to New York Comic Con. Uh, I mean, you know what? Some of these bigger cons, it's like we grew up on San Diego. Yes. So it's like and, and some of these I'm going, you know, if I grew up on this 
BlizzCon, I go, I, I you know, I, it, this one is not as oppressive, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, now, on the flip side of that, like, nothing beats San Diego, like, bar none. Sure. Like, it's still the fucking gold standard. But it's this, Mecca. It is. And this, but this was really good. This was a great con. Now, are you guys doing LA this month? Yeah. We'll yeah. be down there in a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. The dirt people con. It's uh... Well, it's moved <laughs> up. I mean, remember when it was in the fucking parking garage the first year? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's it's like yeah. It was lower level, and they've definitely moved upstairs. Here's like you went in there, and it was it was you went down, right. and you're like, I'm looking, I'm like, this is fucking parking spots. <laughs> like no shit. Like the first year right. when it was still what do they call it? kamikaze? Yeah. And it was like if you got the kamikaze tattoo, you had like entrance for life or something. And I've <laughs> seen a couple of those. Yeah. 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 You know, like they had tattoo artists on site doing these fucking little tattoos. And um, I was like, "Wow, this is pretty. This is pretty fucking dirt con, you know." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's a leap of faith right there. They definitely moved up, but it's not Stan Lee's Comic Con like they did that for like a year. Now it's, it's still Stan yeah, Lee's. Just, I thought he took his name off of it. I thought it was off. No, so. it's Stan Lee's L.A. Comic Con. Oh, okay, yeah. all, right. Uh, all right. But you know, it's like I, we're Stan looking... Lee, the official one, took his name off of it. They found another guy named Stan. Lee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just, it's just Stan Lee. It's just Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. Yeah. yeah, Stan Lee's Comic Con. Like, yeah. Okay, it's a Stanley guy. No, it's like you know, we're looking forward. To it because we always look forward to the shows, but part of me is like, this ain't gonna be New York. It's gonna be the come down that we had after Seattle, where mm. people walk up and is like, Ugh, I've seen this, <laughs> or you know? or our absolute go to, which is always like, hey, uh, you know, does your kid want a comic book? No, reading's fucking gay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, like every like we had a couple of those in New York, but nothing as funny no. as that one guy. Uh, that Long Beach. Oh, dude, that was perfect. It was like everything you thought it was gonna be in that moment. Uh. Like you know, this dude is in his Raider flage. Um, <laughs> he is like ready to you know shank somebody, holding his beer, holding his beer, and you're uh. like, hey man, can I tell you about comic books? He's like. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but shit. but yeah, man. Uh, you know what was weird, though? I, I think the cosplay was a lot less or varied. Right. Like, it was not as so much look at me cosplay. Like It was fandom. Here. Yeah, it was back to fandom. Dude. Uh, it, I was close to commenting on one of your pictures because there were some cosplay people buying a comic you took a picture with. We did. And I, I almost said, don't buy their comic. They don't like you. But I was like, oh, I better not well, do that. But I, I think the, the motivation is different there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, they are genuinely fans. Whereas, you go to L.A., you know any of these cons out here it's all about Look i'm a me. model yeah, yeah you and know i'm what, selling dude? my shit online uh, I, I, I just had a, a a little dinner get together with some members of the 501st is when we decided to do the cruise with them um and we were chatting and and even the face of the legion locally so you know socal garrison has changed because right. we've gotten all a flood of new members in the last couple of years because there is a company now that is licensed in selling costumes. Right. So we have seen a lot more people come in and a lot of these fucking people who are coming in have really no interest in what we are about <laughs> as a club. Right. They are about Instagram hits. Right. Yeah. They're about the likes. They're about selling their fucking product or their, uh, uh, what, what my they glossy eight by tens and five by sevens. Yeah, and dude, for cosplaying. sure. Every yeah. time they do an event, and let me tell you, they're head hunting for like the biggest events, right. or they're head hunting trying to get the new costume. 
to be the first one so that they can get the recognition right. and the Oh yeah, and they bring the like seven different you. costumes to a con so like they'll change like two or three times a day. Yeah, I, I, listen, there are people who are doing that and, and this is their living and that's cool, but this is not what we are as a club exactly. as, as the 501st. I don't know if that's cool, but that is what it is. Well, listen, hey man, I you don't tell me how to punch in, and I'm not going to tell you how to fucking punch in. Yeah. But when you're using our club as a vehicle for this shit, you know, that's mm-hmm. when I'm kind of like, yeah. this is not what we are about. If you want to go ahead and, and use the, the circuit as as your income, hey, that's fucking cool, but don't use us as the vehicle for right. that. So. Well, it's, I mean, even Disneyland's embraced, like, the Instagram culture. They've, like, put up those walls with, like, the, the wings that you can take your picture in front Dude, of. Right. And- uh, you can't even... Take a picture at Disneyland at one of the fucking, the kind of the photo opportunity yeah, spots. Yeah, wait in line. Exactly, and you're taking their picture. Yeah, the photo pass. Yeah, we but found we that got, out the hard way last year, dude. That's kind of crazy. Well, the was, whole Paradise Pier being re- remade into Pixar Pier, it was to make it more Instagram friendly. Really? Yeah. So they wanted more spots for people to take pictures. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look, we saw some... I, here's the nice thing, because you're in New York and you got people with different mindset, a lot of costumes that you never see here. One... Spider-Man, unbelievably popular, right. which, which could only Makes be sense. expected, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, unbelievably popular, like a lot of spider people running around the show. <laughs> um, and I then, saw a guy at the gym yesterday like that. I was like, yo, homie, Peter Parker, what, what the fuck are you wearing right now, dude? But <laughs> Like he had the onesie and the... Yeah, yeah, it was... Yeah, like it, doing it, his it, it was all black, so I was like, oh, he's like... It's like the fucking venom. The venom suit, right? right. I was like, and we're gonna talk about that I next. Like, dude, I uh, see, and then I'm like, dude, I can see your weenus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I and you weren't even there when they came by. But my favorite costume of the weekend is somebody did uh, Artemis and uh, uh, come on, how did I just forget his name? Uh, the Ready Player One. They did the two leads. Uh, oh no, okay. I saw that. Did you see? Oh, him? it was dope, dude. They were so good. I mean, and it was one of those ones you walk by and you were like. Holy shit! You guys look fucking great. Like they had the makeup yeah. down, and, and they like oh, cool. like all the little that's like cool. extra like stuff that they had on their faces. The hair was like on point. The costume. The guy goes. The guy goes. I was asking him. I go. Tell me about the costume, man. And he goes. What people don't realize with the outfit is how many different pieces he's wearing. Yeah. He's like, this is the Han Solo belt. He's all, this is the jacket from, you know, uh, uh, what is it, Buckaroo Banzai. Okay. He's like, all these different pieces were from, and he goes, and all this shit was really hard to get. Yeah. And I'm all, yeah. Dude, this is the best cosplay I've seen all weekend, bar none, you know? Yeah. That's cool. And then we saw a bunch of Robin Hoods, which is always fun, you know? Yeah. The Green Arrows. Green so, okay. we, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I was Robin like, Hood. Oh, well, and Chris and like, I have like our Kevin Costner you know. Robin Hood? No. Well, now here's what's weird. Not a lot of Star Wars folk. Like, like the, uh-huh. the, the 501st garrison either is not as big as the southern garrison is or uh-huh. they just weren't there. Yeah. But we did see a lot of Kylo Ren's and we're like, Darth Vader! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> no, they're like, I'm not Darth Vader. I'm Kylo Ren. <laughs> that and the uh, Star Prince. Star Prince! Yeah. <laughs> so it's Star Lord, man. You know, a, a lot of our uh, TIE fighter pilot guys get Vader. Do they really? I think they're not joking though. They're oh. like legitimately like confused. Or oh no, we, oh, we, like... we call them the BMX riders. We're like, dude, I love BMX. That's awesome. Every time, professional troll. Yeah. Well, uh, look, you gotta entertain yourself. You got four fucking days. Yeah. Fucking a, and, and, and you know what's weird? Normally at the shows, like if we do like some of the smaller shows, they're slow. Like at Long Beach, I mean, we're not selling a ton at Long Beach, you know. But like this show, it was breakneck. Oh yeah. I mean, we sold out of of all the Legbo we brought. We sold out of almost every Grace we had, except for like like ten, uh, and we couldn't even really sell them because we had sold out of ones, you know. And then we were, you know, the Rosies were all right, but not the best. But I mean, we our our bags were 
significantly lighter <laughs> right. coming home. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, we, we basically got on the plane with eight when we left here. Uh-huh. And we came back with three. Yeah. Okay. Everything. Yeah, we, that's we, fucking we, pretty successful. Russian nested and dolled in them back on the way home. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was a good time, man. We had a great time. That's cool. But you brought it up, so we got to talk about it. So, did anybody get to see Venom? I did. The... Mike went and saw Venom. I did. Yes. I have not yet. I'm going even regardless of what every right. reviewer like it became the game for Chris and I on the road which was like let's find the most catty fucking venom review that we could you know you see you know critics what, have been shitting on this what movie. i had originally seen was just just nothing but yeah negative from like critics and from sites like that i even i even text everybody i said man they are saying that this is as fucking bad as catwoman and fantastic yes. four sorry ron right um <laughs> Why are you apologizing so to me? So I know that you think that those movies are fucking Oscar worthy. Um, <laughs> they're a good but, story. They're but, a good story. Like they were just hammering on this fucking jerks, shit, by the right? Way. <laughs> but then after it came out, everybody on my personal feed that had gone and see it was coming back with great reviews. So I don't know. Mike, what do you think? I saw it. I thought, is it a perfect movie? By all means, no. Right. Um, there's a lot of flaws in it, but what makes it work is Tom Hardy. Yeah? And I'm not like really? the world's biggest like Tom Hardy like fanboy or anything like that. Like I know people like that, and they're cool with me. My wife. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's like, I've always enjoyed his movies, but I've never like, been drawn to Tom Hardy as a star. Uh-huh. Um, but how, yeah. How dare you, sir? <laughs> he's a national gem. And I was not like, looking forward to his performance, because like, in the trailer, he's like, oh, I'm Eddie Brock. Like I'm investigating <laughs> things. This is my American It answer. was one of the first things we said uh, <laughs> when we saw the first you know, preview was like, that that fucking Jersey accent is kind of killing me, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. But having just been there, like those people are all over. Right. <laughs> like, like it is like that voice. I'm like, yeah, that, that's pretty hit, close. Hit, man. hit the mark, huh? But yeah. his performance is Eddie Brock and as Venom, and the like because he plays both characters, yeah. obviously. Um, and his work with himself, like that, is the star of the movie right there. And it, the whole movie, if you like his performance, you're gonna love the movie. And if you can't stand his performance, you're gonna hate the movie. The villain is weak. Uh-huh. It's like a Elon Musk wannabe. Okay. Um, but he's like, I am villain man villain, and I will twirl my mustache, <laughs> and I want to help humanity, but also destroy it. Yeah. Like, just like really unclear. Uh, Michelle Williams, she's all right. Like, she's more active as a girlfriend. Like, she wants to like go in and kick butt too. But she's like, if that whole if she was cut out of the movie, no one would know. It, right. It affects nothing. Okay. Um. So I just I wanted more Tom Hardy and Venom. I think if we had a little bit more of that dark humor, a little bit more, you know. The Buddy Cop. That's what it's basically a Buddy Cop movie. I was hearing they were slated for like two more or something. Well, it's made money. Well, they end with uh, the credit scene ends with a clear vision of what they want to do next movie, which including is Carnage. Yeah, right. including casting, which I do not agree with that casting at all. Oh, uh, you mean with uh, 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 what's his? Uh, come on, brain. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. How do you Ooh. not like him as Cletus Cassidy? Like, I think that's he's too casting. old for Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah, but he plays younger than he is. In the in this, he's wearing a really bad wig. I, oh, is it oh, like a really that. bad wig? As someone said, it basically reminds us of, um, he plays his, his own brother in some movie or show. I can't remember. Hmm. Don't remember. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say, uh, what's his face? Uh, Bruce Willis's wig from 12 Monkeys. Like that when they're getting on the plane at the end and he's got that blonde wig. Is that this is a terrible like goddamn wig. <laughs> this I is a bright, that, dude. a bright, bright red, curly red wig. It's just like, ooh, Spirit got you that one, huh? <laughs> that was much preferred, like, him walk into the jail cell, like, here, you're talking, you know, this is Cletus, and you just see, like, the head from the back, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. As opposed to, like, 
I'm going to cause carnage in New York. And it's like, ah, uh, uh, a little uh, on the nose with that. Oh, right, right. But then what's cool, too, like, you stay and there's, like, another post credit scene, um, which is, like, a good, like, two-minute scene from uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, nice. Which I wasn't, like, super excited about. And then I saw the two-minute scene. I was like, I'm on board with this. This I looks fun. They did a preview of that on uh, uh, Thursday night at the con. Uh, at Madison Square Garden. You could okay. go down and they were showing the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And then I talked to people that saw it the next day and they loved it. They yeah. were like, it is the best Spider-Man movie that they've ever made. All right. It was fun. Yeah. And it's got everything that everybody wants, which is it's got Peter Parker and then it's got Miles Morales. And yeah. it's like all these multi- multiverse Spider-Men. And a very yeah. different Spider-Man than we're used to it's seeing got, what, what's, over and over what's and over. The, um, what's the chick one? Oh, it's got it's got Spider Gwen, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's got that, Spider yeah. Pig like in, it too. in that suit. <laughs> well, she's a cartoon. There's a couple of cosplay <laughs> chicks who do that, and you're just like, God damn, girl! <laughs> yeah, holy shit, man! You are just that suit's just clinging. Woo! <laughs> Love it, dude. Can't get enough of it, man. <laughs> Once again, a lot of spider people, like yeah, spider yeah. people. It, yeah, so we saw uh, a lot of that. Those yeah. things are deceptive, though. Because they've got some airbrushing on those suits well, in yeah. all the right yeah, places sure, sure. where yeah. you're, like, you're looking at the ass like, damn, and then you see it on the side and you're like, oh, uh-huh. damn, I got fooled. Oh, uh, okay. All yeah. right. But, uh, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I heard great things about that into the Spider-Verse. So. Yeah, and they yeah. got Spider-Pig in it. Which I think it's, I'm all, really? Okay, why not? You yeah. Know? Peter Porker. <laughs> like, no joke. Yeah, like, oh, no yeah, joke. I remember yeah. the shit. Yeah, yeah. Right, totally. And, so. and, it, and it's, it's very witty. So, I mean, it looks like it's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's a, it's a little off the rails, and that's what looks fun about it. So, we're fine. Sorry, we just dropped the uh, recording device here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Venom was a good movie. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, I think it helped hearing the reviews about how terrible it was. I kept telling my dad, like, we go see a movie every weekend together. Um, we have... don't use the movie pass anymore. No. No, okay. Just kidding. Uh, we couldn't use the movie pass to begin with. It never worked. Um... <laughs> Didn't you cancel your movie pass, Ron? I, I have, you tried yes. to like to slip that under the radar. I, I very quietly canceled yeah. it. Technically, what I've done is because I, I, in case they ever made a comeback, I have just given them a credit card that no longer works, <laughs> and so they they and, keep emailing you. Yes, they, they're like your you card's t- not working. They're basically yes, and I'm just like if they somehow miraculously come back to what they used to be, I will reinstate my movie pass. But until then, no. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to see movies with it anymore. It so. sort of imploded like real fast. Yeah. Well, they finally got what they wanted, which is they've got all these people paying for it that can't go see movies. So yeah. it worked out perfectly. So. <laughs> so yeah, I went with my dad, and he really wanted to go. He's a huge Venom fan. He he's the one who introduced me to Venom when I was reading like Venom in the nineties. Okay. Um, and I was like, don't go see it. Like, you know, let's go see something else instead. Let's go take a chance on another kind of movie. Goosebumps um, too. We saw the house with the clock on the walls the week before. I hear that's actually it was a fun the house with the walls. Really it was that. good. Yeah, it had Jack Black playing a fat magician. And I was like, <laughs> "You go, man. <laughs> you speak to me." Hey, listen, I like Jack Black. I think he's fucking funny. I like him. Wait, is that the new Goosebumps? The house with the clock on the wall? He's, no, he's in that too. Yeah, he's in both he's, of them. Right? Both yeah. Them. Okay, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I thought yeah. that one. The new well, Goosebumps, Goosebumps was- like he they were he was left out of the advertising. I think what happened was they went, oh, we want to get Jack Black. Jack Black said, I'm doing this other movie right now, and they said, well, we don't want to wait for you. So they made Goosebumps 2, and then they realized, like, oh, shit, we need Jack Black. And so they basically contacted him and said, can we get you, like, to film a couple scenes and re-record Slappy? Uh, that's the uh, ventriloquist doll. Yeah. Like, can we get you to re-record his dialogue? So I think they, like, they shoved him in and after the fact. Oh. Because he was in none of the advertising until about, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. How did yeah. the guy who sings You Don't Always Have to Fuck Her Hard become the kid's movie go-to guy? 
When did that happen? You gotta fuck him gently. So yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, he's reinventing <laughs> himself, and like, and it's a nice reinvention. It's not like it doesn't feel manufactured. It doesn't no. feel. You oh, Tenacious know. D is about to do a show. Coming yes, up. they are yeah. at LA Comic Con. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah. Are they what? Yes. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. We're doing it what LA Live or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But they're doing a, a panel or something special at LA. Well, they're talking about doing another Tenacious D movie. Nice. Oh, Lord. The world needs it. I'm with it. I love. I the, love the first one. The first one is not the best movie ever made. I didn't the see middle it. lags, but the beginning and the end are great. Dude, the end is like the showdown with Satan is like bar bar oh. none the best. And then right. the opening with Dio is like if you've as a second chance movie, if you have never seen right, I gotta go check Tenacious it out. D in the Pick of Destiny. Oh my god, it's great. It, it looks so bad I couldn't do but it. But it man. is. Like you gotta go into it understanding like this is Monty Python bad. It's I wanted the movie designed. to succeed so much, I went out and bought everyone copies of the DVD for Christmas. Did you really? Wow. I was like, that was my Christmas present. <laughs> we went we went as a birthday thing for me one year. I was like, I wanted it to be successful because I love the D and I'm and I was like, for my birthday, we're all going to see the Pick of Destiny. And we all walked out and almost everybody was like you know that was funny. Not the best movie I've ever seen, but I really enjoyed it. And you the, know? Cam- the cameos are great, like yes. John C. Riley, uh, uh, Tim Robbins. Yes, when they get into the like the diner sequence, yeah. and all in the middle. <laughs> um, the, the the movie, like Chris, what you will find is this movie made one big mistake, which is it basically makes Jack Black's character a complete a-hole for the first half of the movie. Right. So instead of being like this this duo that you're like, I like these guys both, you really hate Jack Black because he's a complete dick to Kyle for like the first... Actually, yeah. it was the opposite. They made Kyle... Was it Kyle? The they su- made Kyle the superior because Jack Black was trying to get... Oh, the, that's right. That's and it, was, right. it reversed their dynamic because Kyle bad. Black is all... Or, uh, Jack Black's always been like the asshole in Tenacious D. How's this? Neither of them were overly likable in the first right. like yeah. half hour of the movie. And it, it just like... So it had some really funny moments, but it dragged like in the middle. But then once it starts, they get on the road trip and like they're looking for the pick. Like it becomes a blast. Like all of a sudden you're like, and the music's fun. Like it's yeah. a musical. You know? oh, Bre- yeah. Breaking into the the rock and roll museum. Yes. Yeah. With all the lasers. Like they, <laughs> they straight up do the, uh, Entrapment. Uh, yes. With yeah. the, with the butt. Like, yeah. Good time. It was, that's a great movie. Like it is definitely worthy of a second chance movie. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really intrigued by Venom. I just like, do you think it fits in the MCU? I do. I, they, that's one of the reasons they made it PG thirteen. Okay. Was that so? Um, it wouldn't be overly violent. It wouldn't. Yeah, because I thought they were going to make that a rated R or something. I think that there was original plan. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. said they've never planned for it to be a uh, rated R. Oh no shit. But doesn't he murders people, right? He yes, but it's like cartoon violence. It's like I'm going to eat this guy's head, and then like they cut away. Yeah, but see? he eats the guy's head. Yeah, but you don't like see it or hear the crunching. It's not violent. It's not gory. I, I've always been curious. So so anybody else feel this way? Like so, Venom. He's like wearing a suit, right? Uh, and but then the suit, the mouth gets all big, and he's got this tongue and everything. Yeah. But then it like peels the suit away, and then like there's his head like right there. So where does the giant tongue and it like I, I is it like a void that's created within it? Like when he eats somebody, does Tom Hardy process that? And if he eats bones, is he like shitting bones later in the day? Like I'm very curious that's about be that. That's gonna a hell of a shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> right, hell right. Of a shit. To answer your stupid question, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a legit question. I mean. About the symbiotic suit from another world that fights a, a guy with spider venom and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean let's apply some real world physics to this. All <laughs> <laughs> right, hey man. I mean when you put it that way, seventeen year old inventing web shooters. This is totally unbelievable. I'm just saying, like it's always like Venom's head. The symbiote, face. the symbiote needs. Um, it basically feeds off of human organs. And oh. so it's basically those things are instantly internalized by the suit, and that way by eating people, it's not eating its host. Oh, fair okay. enough. So, but he will eat Tom Hardy if he doesn't get fed. 
Like, that's what one of the, the plot lines in the movie is. Like, they keep trying to get these symbiotes to bond with people, and it just ends up killing the people because it basically sucks all the life out of their oh. organs. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not as interesting. That is an excellent answer. Thank I, you. I need to. I need Thank to you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like that was <laughs> yeah. uh, way to suck the fun out of it, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go check that out, and we'll see. We'll see if it holds up to that 31 percent uh, uh, critic review, or if it's more close to the 89 cent or uh, 89 percent audience review. Go in with low expectations, and you'll have a good time. Oh, it's like sex with me. I love it. All right, so here we go. Uh, uh, so let's talk about, um, we got a lot to talk about here, but The Mandalorian, like we got the first look at the Star Wars TV super, show. Super, super stoked about this. Literally, it's happen. one picture, one still frame that they're like, here you go, I'm Star so Wars I'm so mad. People. Why? Because I ain't paying for that shit. But I know I'm going to want to see it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just pay for I it. I ain't doing it. It's it, Now it's a thing. And now I just can't. Oh, now you're still like, I'm now I'm going to come over to your house and put I'm going to watch put yours. Put I'm going to have fucking watching parties of this. That's, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. I'll, to this, I'll give man. you a dollar toward your cost. Steve, 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 we'll do it on the big screen like yeah, once a week do and uh, sure. we'll yes. do a 110 inch projection <laughs> and just enjoy it. But now, is this about like Boba Fett? No, I didn't read no, no, okay. A, I know no. he wears Mandalorian this is a, armor. This is about a, a gunslinger. Yeah, of sorts. Did you yeah. see the gun? Well, I saw the rifle on the yeah. back. So the yeah. rifle, do you know what that rifle's from? Well, it looks very Tatooine Tusken raider So they posted a full picture of the rifle. I saw that with this blade on the front of it. It's literally the rifle Boba Fett used in the holiday Star Wars special yes, 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 uh, from yes. 1979. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So they, no, have uh, you seen this thing? It's pretty uh, cool, man. It's yeah, cool. it's, it's got like cool. a forked edge, and it's uh, it's like the wooden uh, handle. It looks all custom done, you huh. know? So, but it looks like something a Tuscan might use, right. or it's like long, like a long rifle like that. But yeah, man, I'm I'm really intrigued by this show. I, I'm interested to see what they do with this. I so. love the directors that they have involved in it. Yeah, I had especially an... Dave Filoni, the the person we've been saying for years now. Especially Ron and I, not Chris, because he's never watched him. Dave <laughs> Filoni of the Clone Wars fucking gets Star Wars probably better than yeah. anybody fucking out there. So I think I'm he gets really it. Excited about he's the stuff. closest to George Lucas that they have in that world, in that building. Like he's the guy that understands like what Star Wars should feel like, how it should be, you know, how yeah. we should treat the characters yeah. and how a character arc uh, should yeah. feel, you know? Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, like, and it's, the, but not so much where you're beholden to like, everything from the past you're just you're gonna take it into a you know whatever direction it's gonna go from a storytelling standpoint and we're not gonna shit all over luke skywalker anyways uh <laughs> i just like back to that huh go back to old podcast episodes or ron's defending the movie <laughs> <laughs> well i liked it it's probably one of my favorite space no no look dude i i last jedi i i still like it i just don't like that they killed luke skywalker that's all that's just one thing if he survives i love the movie he sacrificed himself did he though back, he was a martyr a fucking ghost anyway he so. is you know, and actually, we've been and now he can think, catch shit on fire, and use lightning, and yeah, you know. dude, like he's he's gonna be like fucking you know, like show enough out there. They so. should have all the the force ghosts but, like. But fight. By the way, real quick, that guy, uh, uh, oh. Bruce Leroy, the Last Dragon, was at New York Comic Con. Yes, yeah. he was. That motherfucker has the power because he has not aged a day since he shot that film. No like I, it was like, dude, that's Bruce Bruce Leroy. Dude, he looks exactly the fucking same as he did in that movie. Dude, that movie came out 40 years ago. Yeah. Like, I look terrible, and this right, guy looks right. great, you know? No no gray. He's still, he is more cut now than gotta, he was then. You gotta moisturize, dude. Hey, dude, I, let, let me tell you about it. Let me yeah. tell you about it. So, wait, The Mandalorian. It's yeah. about a guy who wears Mandalorian armor. Yes. And he's like a lone gun. Uh -huh. Sure. 
We don't know what the show's about yet. We, we just saw the first yet. picture. Okay. Yeah, it was just a picture. It, it just says... Because it just reads... It just sounds so Boba Fett But it's not me. Boba Fett. I know it's not Boba Fett. It's just like, so we have two very, two very similar characters wearing the same outfit. Well, sure. It's you know, like the uh, bounty hunters. Okay. They're part of a guild. What do you want? Yeah, dude. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just trying it to... It sounds like I mean, you have are. You, have, you seen, have you seen any of the Clone Wars? No. So you the Mandalorians are a big role in the Clone Wars. Okay. And they have... That armor, that's their people's armor. It's just like clone armor yeah. or et cetera. But they're so, all like, they're, they're, they're tribes, basically, clans, you okay. know? So, like, the armor becomes representative than the coloring of each clan. As long as you stay away from the girl that spray paints shit and her pink and goofy fucking armor, but, you know. Right, right, right. But the yeah. rest of it is, uh, you know, it's all, like, based upon, like, this color is that clan, this it's like the is that clan. A little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, I mean, look... Uh, with this this show, I mean, I'm in. You've got me, you know, and especially. Well, I mean, fuck, dude. John Favreau is the producer. Right. Yeah. Listen, he he's no slouch. No. He does cool shit. the The lineup of directors, also, if you if you know the Star Wars universe, like I said, most people won't know anybody else, but but Dave Filoni, but he's doing what three episodes out of ten. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You know, I mean, he he gets Star Wars. I think he's gonna see some cool shit from him. Well, and I mean, I, I, I I'm excited for stuff that's not Skywalker solo based. Sure, exactly. And like Absolutely. I said, I just watched Rogue One yesterday. And I said, like, God damn, this is probably one of the best ones. Uh. Out of everything that they've done. This guy doesn't like Rogue One. <laughs> How do you not like Rogue One? Holy fucking shit! I'm what? Yeah, seriously. That's the only person on the planet that I have met that doesn't like that. There's a lot of people who don't like Rogue One. Yeah, you and you and you. <laughs> the characters are flat. They're not, they're not interesting. Well, well I, the first like <laughs> they're not you know young Anakin or anything, but you know I don't know, man. I I, I like both uh, yeah both Jen and uh, Cassian, dude. And I mean, come on, the fucking uh, what was their droid's name again? I just, he was awesome. The droid dude. was the droid was fun. like I like the droid PDQ three. I don't know what the hell. He's well, look, the droids are always the best part of these yeah. movies. Let's be honest, except for Solo. But anyways. You're wrong on that one too. Uh, that droid was fun. Come on, no I, I rewatched Lando fucks that. a droid. It's awesome. I, I rewatched it droid. this week. Uh, I, it's, I, like a, it's like a fighting fleshlight. It was how fun. could you not? It was fun. Dude. <laughs> it, it, how does that work? It works. <laughs> <laughs> fighting fleshlight. So I want to see that for sale at the Disney store. Absolutely, absolutely. Your L L three. Uh, but look, man, uh, this show. I, once again, we know nothing about it, but the mere fact that one image can get me this excited about it, like, says a lot, you know? It says it looks right. Hopefully, it watches right, you know? Um, and as long as they don't shit on Boba Fett, like, all throughout The Mandalorian, I think we'll be fine, you know? And you know that when it's supposed to be taking place, right? I do not, they actually. They have announced that today. This is taking place after the fall of the Empire? Before the before First Before... The rise of the first order. That's oh, kind of right I like that. In between, this. good, kind of bridge that the gap. Timeline that we're. we're I like that. About. I like so, that as well. Because yeah. that always bothered me with yeah. the uh, episode seven. What I'm excited about is like you know the the outer rim. I'm, I'm, and that's where I'm hoping it's taking place. Is the outer rim has always been known as kind of the wild west. Right. So it's like, you know, you, you had some em, imperial uh, uh, control out there, but not that much. It was yeah. really run by the huts and shit. So now that the imperial control is gone. And now it's going to be just fucking gangster land. And also Jabba has lost control. You know, obviously he's dead. The power play of the gangs and the right. fucking smugglers out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
I'm I'm hoping this is gonna be so fucking the good, the bad, and the ugly yeah. shit, dude. Because I that's one of you know my favorite western shit. So I mean, there's there's every possibility that that's it, what Solo should have been. That's what Solo kind of was. I, I I think it was. I, I it very it much felt it had like no a bridge. I, I love that. I love that whole like the gambling and yeah. shit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was cool, man. Working for these cartels yeah. and shit. I, like, yeah. look, man. I, the cartels worked for the empire. It was like it was all still empire. The cartels didn't work for the empire. Well, when they when it serve them. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're cartels. They're going to they're going to sell shit. Like well, that's yeah. what they're all about. But their yeah. main boss was uh Darth Maul. Well, you want some destiny? He wasn't work for the empire. He Darth Maul. See, see, he got he, cut he, loose. See, dude. here we go. Got Mike it. is not seen exactly. the fucking Clone Wars. You don't know the story. When, well, I'm sorry if I haven't done all the my when, homework when to eventually movie should tell a story. When, I shouldn't have to do when, homework when to when understand Maul the story. Came back and his brother Savage, they started taking over some of these these cartels to serve Savage, their own, his brother, Monsieur Savage, 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 Savage <laughs> oppress. How dare you, <laughs> Savage oppress? Look, it's a Star Wars name. So like, you're trying to get me on board with this show with the name of Savage oppress. Come on, dude, Luke Skywalker. Exactly. Come on. But that's George Lucas. So. Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. They even spelled it out. I'm by myself. <laughs> and that's one of the moments I hated. Solo. Look, dude, Come if on. you don't like Star Wars, we understand. I do like Star but Wars. you're just not going to be on the show anymore. That's all there is to Listen, it. Listen, so. I, I tell everybody, if you have not seen the fucking Clone Wars, dude. I can't get past the Wars animation. That's what bugs me. Yeah. Oh, dude, amazing, what are you talking about? Man. You're like, missing some amazing fucking stories. Yeah. You really are, dude. Like, listen, I'm not too the biggest fan of, of the Rebels animation, but I watched it anyways because it... We're connecting all these fucking bridges, man. And this, the storytelling's, as you know, I enjoy. It's very strong, very strong. So and all the moments are earned. It really feels that way. <laughs> I really feel. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So let's talk. Uh, let's just transition from something we don't have a lot of information to to another thing we don't have a lot of information about. But apparently, James Gunn, uh, as we all predicted, got signed by DC and is now writing Suicide Squad, another Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> and Bautista wants, wants to join to, to join in yeah. on it. So that's some big news. The only man. thing that like that I'm a little reticent about <clears throat> is they're literally throwing they like it's like well this is not a sequel, and I'm going well like don't throw away don't throw out the baby with the bathwater like he had some good stuff come out of that first movie like. Mario Roby as Harley Quinn. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Will, Will Smith. Smith was Will good, Smith was dude. great as Deadshot. Yeah, it was pretty just good. don't make yeah. it his movie. Yeah, I mean, you just like you've got some good elements. Like, don't get rid of all of it. You know, we can lose Enchantress. We can. I, we could even keep Fireball guy. But didn't like, he give him, as, kill himself? In the... Aztec Warrior? Did he die? It's been a while since I've seen. I that I thought movie. he died. Like okay, well, then we don't need himself. him. All right, uh, but you can keep Killer Croc as well. Like he, I mean, you've got elements that could still work. Like we don't yeah. need to get rid of all of it. Now can we recast Killer Croc as uh, Batista? No, no, he'd no, be Bane. He'd be Bane. Dude. Oh, okay. Like how dope would he be as Bane? I, I can get behind that. Yeah. So I mean, uh, what do I mean? How do you guys feel about this? Are we excited about this? I am. I'm intrigued because I love James Gunn and I did not like Suicide Squad. So, but I, I could see where James Gunn can't, what he can do with that. Cause it's very Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a group of ragtag assholes. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, I don't, I, I think Disney's kind of waiting for the ire to uh, like die down on this one before no. they make any announcements because you come out and say, like, hey, we've got a new, uh, we've got a new director and then nobody's going to want that guy, no matter who that guy is. Right. You know? right. You're right. just he's gonna get the ire of people that are like you shouldn't have fired. Less is Joss Whedon. 
I know. No. Even then. No. Josh Whedon ain't the... He's not the... Uh, the name he was. No. It ain't the same, dude. Especially after Age of Ultron. Like, that dude took a hit after that movie. And then Why? also after... What's um, wrong with that? That Bat- movie made a shit ton of money. Batman v Superman also alienated a lot of... No, it was uh, Justice League. Justice League, yeah. yeah. People disliked him a lot for that. Uh, he's got to stick to his own properties. I yeah. think that's... Like, if he came back and did yeah. Firefly, everybody would love him again. Right, you right. Know? Or yeah, Buffy. Right. Like, they're going to do another Buffy. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, they just rebooted the uh, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. It's all the dark version now. Yeah, and then we got Charm coming back, and I'm I like, my, what, my, my what year is this? I pretty stoked about the Sabrina one. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's playing to a very specific audience that's not in this room. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, man, I mean, look, I think I, I think at the end of the day, like, DC is, like... Grasping the straws? Pretty much. <laughs> Struggling. Can we get yeah. something to work? Can something, yeah, can something stick? We'll, we'll take the dude who made the pedophile jokes. Fuck it. Maybe he can do something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like they are, <laughs> this guy killed a hooker in this year, and, but you know it's been Can a few he make years. Can a decent movie for us? I know, right? Like they're, they're like, you know, I hear, I hear Hitler was a great director. Uh, so, um, but yeah, they like, and you look at what they're doing. It's like I don't. There's no um, cohesiveness to their universe anymore. They have no direction. They They've just given up. They're just like we're like Wonder Woman's a success. If Aquaman becomes a success, maybe that shoots it in another direction. Um, but yeah, I'd like, I don't see that movie being a success. Oh, hell no. Really? That movie looks stupid. I'm sorry. I'm with I, on this. Yeah. It looks dope, dude. Yeah. No, dude. So. It's going to be terrible. I think a lot of, dude, I think you I'm underestimate how much people like Jason Momoa first I don't off. think yeah. it matters. That movie looks good. It doesn't. It I sat not, through no. the Comic-Con presentation. I went, I, I look, it looks cartoony in the same way that Wakanda looked cartoony, but I think people are going to go. I think people are going to be excited about it. So... I, I'm with Ron on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see. I, My I, man. I predict that <laughs> it's going to get the kind of um, reviews from fans that Venom got from the reviewers. I, look, it's a hard property. Like you're talking about well, a hard property, but then why I, are we doing it? I think some movies are critic proof, and Venom has proved to be critic proof. Where the audience is like, "We don't give a fuck what you say. We're going to go see this." <laughs> sure. I think DC is becoming less and less critic proof because. Even the fans are like, yeah, the movie's not as good. Yeah, but I, most people I've talked to, except for you two, you're the first two people that have told me they're not excited about Aquaman. So. Not even a little. And from the man... And I said from the beginning when I heard that they were going to make an Aquaman movie, I was like, what? This sucks, yeah. dude. But, and then I saw, I was like, okay, you got me a Jason Momoa. All right, it's cool. I like it. I like some of his stuff. I'm not a big fan of Conan. Um, that movie was not good. <laughs> if they would have given it the fucking hard rated R and made it like fucking Conan, they they because he looks like the original comic where Arnold did not too, too much dialogue. That's you all. <laughs> that yeah. movie can't let him speak too much. A, a rating won't fix a bad but, script. You know, yeah. so I was like, okay. And then I saw that fucking trailer and I was like, all right, I'm in. It, the problem I'm with in. that movie is as good as Jason Momoa and fun as he was in that movie, the rest of the movie watched like a episode of Hercules, The Legendary Journey. Yes. And it was a little too tame, you know, not a second chance movie. I own that no. shit on Blu-ray and weirdly DVD. Uh, <laughs> don't ask. Don't ask. That's why you're you excited to see to Aquaman. Ask. We know why you have that movie. Get the nipple clamps out. <laughs> Uh, the nipple clamps are for that's, special that's, occasions, Mike. That's kindling is what that is. Is that what that that's is? What kin- that's kindling. Uh, well, when you want to get that fire going, you just put that on, and you know, as soon as the movie's over, hey, baby, like, you want to watch on. a little uh, Hercules tonight? Oh, uh, right. stop right. it, you both. <laughs> so, uh, uh, transitioning to yet another thing. Uh, so, apparently, Netflix canceled Iron Fist. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, um, what a surprise. Well, I it, here's the thing. The first one was so terrible. 
that nobody wanted to watch the second one. Well, Even if it was great, nobody wanted to watch it. I still think what they're doing is they're not canceling Iron Fist. Of course I think, not. I think they're transitioning into more of a group show right. where he will be a member of a team. Because yeah, he'll, he'll be a side his player. Own series. It, it could be here. He, the, the character, like Danny Rand as a character, is not good enough to carry his own series. But he could be in a, 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 a Heroes for Hire show. You know, where you bring back Jessica Jones and you bring back Luke Cage and him. Or uh, the thing they posted was the Immortals, where it's basically like a group of Immortals out kicking ass. And so he's one of a group mm-hmm. of four guys. So, right. yeah. you know, I mean, I, look, that first season was the biggest misfire that the Netflix shows have had at this point. Oh, yeah. And I think they knew it. They gave it a second season to see if they could turn it around. And they just can't. Like, I just think the property, it's a little damaged at this point. But... He was good. And he was one of my favorite parts of Defenders, and especially how everybody fucked with him. Like that was like my favorite part. So, um, you know, I mean, we're not getting another Defenders. They've already said no. that at this point. So, yeah. you know, but I'm enjoying Luke Cage uh, season two right how now. How is it? I like it a lot. Yeah, I. I it's, the it's, first half of the first season was good. Yeah, it had too many villains in the first season. Right. It was like, oh, that's a good villain. If they'd like, ended oh, it in good. the middle when they got rid of the first dude, it would have been a great series. But they, I think it was like Diamondback or... Yeah. yeah. I'm just... After uh, uh, after uh, finishing up Jack Ryan, and then now it's like we just... Walking Dead came back, which I don't think... Except for Chris and I. I, I, I jumped in. Did you watch it? I did. Well, what I did got, you think? Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm kind of done with it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's run its course for me. It's, it's lost the... The, the buzz about it that it's I mean I came back like and no said, I didn't even know what about coming back it's on my TiVo I'm sure right. I, you know I, I know Chris had brought up the the lower ratings on this uh, the, after they announced that uh, Rick uh, was leaving uh, Andrew and Lincoln Maggie was going to be leaving um, and we said from the beginning that this was Rick's story yeah um, and that there were certain key characters of the show that would, when they left the show the show would fold be done and i think that's what we're seeing here readers can't carry this show no i'm no, saying huh. it now he's been he a great supporting character yes um and i still think that the show would make a massive hit if they lost him too i just um, don't think he's got the acting chops to carry this show hmm. i mean i like him but yeah, i don't think yeah. he's got the chops to his carry biggest this thing show. is like he's quiet so. and mysterious he's but never, it's like I, you I can't think I, yeah. of all the characters i've always said that andrew lincoln is the one who's who who brought his character to life right. like no other. Well, from an acting standpoint, he definitely elevated Fuck, like what dude. you're watching. Absolutely. Because sometimes man. you love Rick, and sometimes you hate him. Like some, you know, He does crazy shit. Yeah. He does heroic shit. And that's what makes him interesting to watch. Yeah. Look, I think the season premiere was was fine. Yeah, and, and, all right. and then yeah. basically I'm watching him like, well, I know where we're at in the comic books. Like I know right. exactly where we're at in the comic books. And yeah. it doesn't seem like we're deviating. And I already told Chris, I already put out my prediction how he leaves. I think he gets beheaded by the Whisperers. Uh-huh. And I think that's what they're going to use to like bring all the communities back together is they're going to kill Rick Grimes, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it sucks, but I, I think, and uh, like I said, I was like, without Carl, like the show is going to be harder for me to stick with. Like, right. And I love The Walking Dead, but yeah. it, had they not killed Carl, there would have been a connective tissue. And right. now that I, I'm all, I don't know that Norman Reedus is that connecting tissue, you no. know. I don't know that Daryl is enough for me to want to continue watching the show, yeah. you know, and I'll still watch it because, you know, it's one of five shows that I really like have been with for a long time. Yeah, and I enjoy it thoroughly, you know, <laughs> um, you know, it's like I watch Survivor every week because I've watched 37 seasons of Survivor. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I enjoy every time I, I know what I'm getting into. Wait, I know what did I'm you just watch- say? Survivor. Survivor. That is terrible. Why? That's garbage. I, I, I love as a Survivor, kid, dude. and I loved it as a kid. 
I love Survivor. I mean, look, it's one of those my guilty. I don't enjoy any other reality TV except for The Little People, Big World. Um, and I <laughs> send all complaints to. And I've only ever watched like one sit down of that. But if it's on, like I'm, I'm watching this shit. I'm in. So they're Holy little, fuck. they're little people in a big world. Like it's so great. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and they have normal size couches. <laughs> uh, Jesus. <laughs> Send all complaints. <laughs> Ron Mills had your life crisis. Uh, but yeah, man, like, um, I just, with this show, with Walking Dead, like, I, it was a good first episode. Yeah, it wasn't a bad episode. It was and we good... killed off Gregory. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, I mean. That I'm made it worth it for me. Damn time, Fucking dude, serious, dude, like. Man. And I, I and we watched, look, we were in the hotel room and we watched Talking Dead afterwards. And look, I'll give the new showrunner credit where credit's due. She goes, in the past, we would have stretched Killing Gregory out three or four episodes. Yeah. She's like, we've already done all that. We don't need to do that. We yeah. can move on with that story. And I'm all, I respect that. Right. Like, I, I respect you looking at your show and going, these were the shortcomings of the show in previous seasons. Yeah. Now prove me wrong. Like, continue the good storytelling for the next five or six episodes and I'm in, you know? But if, if it continues to be the garbage it has been in the past, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know. I think Scott M. Gimple really screwed up that show. I think he, whoever made those calls to kill off Carl, that they potentially well, sank the show. Uh, maybe I didn't read enough articles. I thought he just was like finally no, out like I no, to no. He no? was talking about he wanted to go to college and stuff, but oh, okay. but he wasn't saying I'm leaving the show. Oh. His contract was up, and that's what it came down to. Oh, and really? the, the showrunner, from what uh, my understanding, did not like his acting. And really, yeah, okay. and that's why he's no longer the showrunner of the show. Right. Like, uh-huh. like let's be honest. Like the last two and a half seasons of that show, they basically took a storyline that should have basically taken a season and they stretched it out way too long. You know, yeah. we spent way too much time and then we did not execute the war, you know, the all out war. We didn't really execute it very well. Yeah, like, it felt so drawn out. You didn't feel like this no, powder keg going off. No, oh. and, it, and it didn't have like the ebbs and flows that the comic book had. And I know you, we can go, well, it wasn't the comic book until, you know, all day. Yeah. But there was a certain storytelling perfectness to the comic book that it was like, it felt harrowing. People were dropping left and right. You know, it wasn't like we lost one character every three episodes. I mean, yeah. in the book, you lost like issue by issue. People were dropping, you yeah. know, and, and, and I think what it made it hurt a lot more. And I think with they, dropped the ball on that yeah. so much so that you know people got mad and stopped watching you know right, right. And I think, because right. carl wasn't even a casualty of the war no he was a casualty of helping some kid yeah and i mean look all that would have been fine yeah if rick was going to be on the show forever but that's not where we're at now and you just can't kill carl sorry no i don't think it would have been fine i think it was a bad choice yeah uh, <clears throat> you know if, if you had like a Carrie Fisher situation, then, you know, I sort of understand. Sure. But this is a creative choice. This is a stupid creative choice. Or, I mean, look, it happened to apparently Fear the Walking Dead as well because they killed Kim Dickens and a lot of the viewership left that show as well. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, look, at a certain point. I mean, I loved her in, in Treme, but I never liked her in that show. Look, at nope. a certain point. At this point, I might actually watch it until you told me about, you know, Zombnado. <laughs> then I was like, no. They didn't even fucking you almost do had it. me. Like they started to, and I was like, I'm in. Flying fucking wind zombies. Like I'm in. No, we just went to the aftermath of the storm, which is fine. So budget, uh, pretty much. They can take the Walking Dead's budget at this point, because well, and then I thought they were gonna combine the two shows, because like the back half of the season they were like going to Alexandria, but they're not. They basically have decided to stay in the south. 
right. and help people. I don't know. Whatever. Don't know. Whatever. Uh, but I'm, look, <laughs> I, I'll give, I'm going to give this first half of the season. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to see what happens. And I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm like you, Steve. I feel like it's getting to the end, you know? Yeah. But if it's the, course, but if the storytelling comes back and it's like good show again, yeah. like I'm willing to give a good show that's long in the tooth another chance. You yeah, know, I love yeah. zombies and shit. Yeah. You know I mean, but I'm like, eh, yeah. I, you know, I felt like this several times with this show. Um, I, I wasn't a big fan of the way they played out the governor. I thought they kind of dropped the ball. I thought they stretched that one out too long as well. And, so. and I didn't like the prison. I mean, yeah, prison and, and mostly bad. because it just went on forever. How many episodes are we going to watch people freaking sick? You know? Mm-hmm. And I know it was story-wise important, but at the time, I'm like, I don't know how much more of this I can watch. You know, let's let's move stoked. it forward. I got stoked in the beginning of this uh, season premiere when, you know, you had some people who had... Some spears. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and so we know they listen to the podcast. I was quickly fucking bummed out when we went to the museum and we're like, you know, hey, leave the spears at home. Just bring your knife. And you're like, right. yeah, here we go again. You know, we used to kill woolly mammoths with these fucking things called right. spears. Spears right. are heavy, you know? though. Like, and you don't want to carry, like, this this piece of wood. Yeah, but I still want to keep a fucking distance between me and the thing that's trying but to But that thing weighs, like, a, like, four pounds. You know? Like, I don't want to carry <laughs> four like, pounds you know, what, <laughs> you know what? Fuck that. It, it's so heavy. I want to get up and close and personal and stab him in the head. Fuck. With an, with we want to do action. tight shots. Spears have long shots. I did have one issue with the premiere, which Chris and I both did, which is when the kid like goes back to save the horse, and then he gets bit, and then they just kill all the zombies that are coming. And I'm all, well, why didn't they just do that in the first place? You know, if they could, if they had the time, like, well, it was like we don't want to make the effort to save this shit. We so. have learned time and time again that when you just go ahead and say, eh, fuck this one, it comes back to bite you. Right, Every right. Every fucking time. Like, man. quite literally. Why don't we just go ahead and as we see them, we just start to eliminate them so yeah. they don't just keep... Fuck, it just drives me nuts. And I'm like, get a spear, fuck it too, you know? How about a slingshot with, like, metal balls? That too, man. Like, something that can, you know, be a distance shot, you know, that's quiet. Like, that's the thing I never understand. You it's know, like, you know get a sharp fucking rock and put it through something's skull. I yeah. mean, at this point, they're they're getting older and brittle and shit, yep. you know, even though they've been walking they've and been walking Just and put up trip lines. And they haven't fallen apart right? yet. It's like the, the, the little things. Like, Steve watches the Outdoor Channel enough at this point to know, like, set a trap, you know? Dig a small hole, you know? Yeah, Let's put, make put, this community... Why don't they just build a moat around the community? <laughs> right? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how did you people make it this long? Yeah. <laughs> zero fucking, even the most basic of survival Yeah, because these zombies don't have a lot of uh, survival skills. They can't step over things. They can't really. The only ones who have half a brain seem to be the fucking crazy-ass psycho the, ones, like the wolves. Or the up-ups. Or, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to make an art commune. I'm I'm painting. <laughs> I'm gonna in the a, nude. I'm going to make a fucking art commune in the middle of the apocalypse. They Jesus did do something Christ on fear that I thought was interesting, which is they were next to, uh, they were in the south, so there were gators, and they were next to like a river, and the gator basically, the gators had been feeding on the zombies, so they had lost fear of people, essentially, you know, and yeah. so, and I'm like, well, to me, that's at least smart, like, go live next to where gators are going to eat all of the wandering zombies, and you're in great shape, you know? Just don't go out there. Just, yeah, just don't let your kids play at Disneyland or Disney World. (laughs) Right, right. All right, let's wrap it up right there. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We we went through a lot of stuff. We had a whole list of stuff we didn't get to, but, you know. Man, I had a hell of a dumb shit, too. 
Uh, we'll do it on the we'll next do, one. We'll do it on the next one, because I had one as well. Oh, man, I had a good one. Uh, so, all right. Uh, once again, I hope you guys have enjoyed this show. Uh, I am uh, Iron Fist getting canceled. I'm making spears from the zombie apocalypse. I'm Lando's fleshlight. <laughs> oh, my God, I got nothing. Oh, <laughs> sorry. After that, I, you guys took them off. And I hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Nerd Life Crisis.